is up, guys? This is All the Smoke on Strength and Physique with your hosts, Adam and Chris. We provide you with evidence-based information, community support, and recognition to all those who are betting themselves with fitness. On this episode, we introduce this guy, Adam. We'll talk about a wide range of questions, both life and fitness related, and let the journey begin. The reason we're laughing so hard is because we literally just went over that. He was going first, but... You know, he likes to pull that. So. I thought you were talking about the time you were laughing about when you messed up. You are like, Chris and Adam? No, that wasn't <laughs> it. But to let y'all know, this episode is sponsored by this allergy pill because I am currently dying for no reason. <laughs> yep, Publix. Gotta love Publix. All right. Go ahead, man. What what you want to know? So, I don't, I don't personally want to know anything. Oh, but that's fine. That's fine. If anyone else is wondering, why USF? Why did you decide to join USF? Alright, so all my, my whole three friends out there in this world, why did I choose USF? Um, honestly, for my master's degree, it was more of because um, staying local, um, I had went to USF undergrad, and you know I already had a really some good connections with um, Dr. Bill Campbell, um, Dr. Kilpatrick, Dr. Martinez. Um, so yeah, I um, in undergrad, I graduated with exercise science, did all that, uh, took a year off, um, thought I wanted to be a DPT, um, went to school there for a month, uh, didn't just wasn't feeling it, so I dropped out um, and pretty much became a high school teacher. Um, and was that did I loved it, um, but you know wasn't a huge fan of how things were going. Um, they didn't kind of like my new ideas. Um, and then honestly, my boss, Miss Martin, if it wasn't for her, um, just getting on me for no apparent reason, just because the kids were doing well, but it wasn't by the book. Um, yeah, so shout out to Miss Martin. She pushed me um, out of there, and now look at me. <laughs> Um, not saying I'm doing anything great, but I'm here at my master's degree, um, almost about to graduate and here we are making this podcast. So I guess that's why USF, I don't even really know if that answered your question very well. No, I mean, it sort of did. It, it went in the same direction. It leads me to my next question though is, so throughout this journey, uh, going to USF, I mean, master's can be quite difficult if you're trying to go into a PhD. In other words, uh, it's not too difficult if you're not trying to because you ain't got a lot of stress to worry about. <laughs> but, not talking from experience or anything, but who are uh, some people that has really influenced you or have made an impact on you through this journey? Um, that's really tough because I've, I've met a lot of really great people, um, even in this program, but I guess um, top three people in my life in general, one has got to be God. Um, two, I would definitely say my mom. It was for my mama. Uh, definitely wouldn't be here um, doing everything with that. Um, number three, I got to give a huge shout out to uh, my high school basketball coach, uh, Derek Delgado. Um, he, he's the one that really taught me um, never to quit um, and I think really inspired me to be a coach. Um, and then I, again, you said I, I am, my current goal is to hopefully get into a PhD program. Um, and to now think that, hey, I can kind of do what I love and teach um, and kind of have a really cool impact on the strength and conditioning field or just exercise science as a whole um, is really cool to me. So I think those three people have always kind of had my best interests um, and I can always go to them for whatever it was uh, that was going on in my life. And they definitely helped me out a lot. No, you said from what you just put, was it today you posted something about the coach that you were talking to was that that same coach yeah so i yeah him and i will always have conversations every once in a while that's awesome um, too yeah it was funny we had um he's a youth celtics fan and doc rivers just had like this weird documentary on coaching um and we both he told me to watch it i watched it um and yeah i just called him we had a, like an hour-long conversation um and i we both just you know talking about general life and that's what i said um 
it's always cool um, having like-minded people, surrounding yourself with a really good environment to um, better yourself. But again, um, he's seen me as that little asshole <laughs> in uh, ninth grade to who I've become now. And he's, again, he's seen me like literally um, just, I guess, a really bad side of me. Um, and he's also seen now where I am today. So, And I honestly love that post because someone recently was trying to get after me about building too close of a relationship. And I'm not talking about like dating or anything, but just getting to know the client on a kind of individual basis. And I'm yeah. like, honestly, it's really important that I know that because if I can figure out, which you touched on in your, your post, if I can figure out who they are, like what's actually going through their head, mm-hmm. why they're trying to change their body or why they think they should go work out or, yeah. I mean, those things are really, really important. And a lot of people don't realize that there's a lot of different environments that really shape someone and how they want to change and their social factors, the people around them, their peers are huge impact on that. No, I totally agree. I mean, I, I say one of the things to my basketball team, maybe sometimes my clients, cause we have a, I have like a Facebook group and we're, we're really close in there. We kind of, you know, spit anything out um, in there. And, you know, we don't, it's a judge-free environment, as cliche as that may sound, um, but we just put ideas in out there. And I think um, nobody's really going to care about you or the client or whatever. They're not going to buy into whatever you're trying to do until, um, they don't care about how much you know, but they, until they know how much you care. Um, So I think it's definitely being able to, you know, I don't want to say like be buddy-buddy because there's that respect factor. Um, They know where that line is and you, you know, it's it's just good. You have to have some type of uh, personal relationship with some of your clients just so you know hey how's you know the kids doing how's this and that and again it kind of shows that again you care about them and it's not just hey do well in fitness do well in the gym and nutrition i don't care about who else you are and like you said it's a whole mental physically spiritually um all everything around you is going to help you be in a better individual healthy individual whatever the goal is may be yeah and talking about better individuals that brings uh, another good question that we talked about wanting to mention and how do you continue to better yourself or stay on top of things in an industry that's always changing? Um, I mean, or an industry that you want to learn. Yeah. More about. So, I mean, I just think, yeah, I don't, I remember again, when I was working as a, a, a teacher and other jobs that I recently had, I never woke up and it was excited to be like, Hey, I get to do this. Um, like I remember it, I, a lot of this right now that's happening. reminds me of basketball, right? I never said I had to go to practice. It was like, I get to go play basketball. Like, it was really, really fun to me. Like, it wasn't practice. It was like, yo, I get to go play. Or now it's like, hey, I don't have to go to work at all. I get to go train people. Or I get to go read an article about exercise science. Like, that's how much, I guess, it means to me. Um, as lame as that may sound. I, I, it just gets me really fired up and excited. Um, so, I guess, I don't even remember what your question was. But, yeah, that's that's the excitement I get from, you know, studying this stuff. Or what what makes me kind of stay on top of things. I just really love it. And I really am interested um, and finding out the whole picture, creating a lot of questions because I'm not that smart. So having a lot of these questions made me go reach research, whatever it is. Where, where are um, some places that you'll go to get these questions answered? Um, so, I mean, you subscribe to a lot of people. Um, I think if I had the top three, um, it's definitely mass. Um, I mean, that, Which I is what? that just monthly application of something, something, something science. Basically um, mass is like a, uh, database created, for people that are wanting to subscribe to t- to keep up with the most up-to-date research. Yeah, so they do a really good job of that, just digestible um, information. They break it down a little bit for you. But what's really cool about it um, is they do podcasts as well on it. So you can listen to that. Um, I listen to a lot of podcasts, but I guess top three 
readings, how I stay open. I have that subscription, um, passively doing it through evidence-based movement. Um, and three, honestly, I make sure to get like flashes um, on any current topic or like um, you get to highlight a certain word on like Google Scholar or whatever. Um, and you say, hey, whatever thing that comes up related to muscle physiology or something, like, I always get a notification. It's like, hey, if that title seems interesting, I'll read it. Um, if it doesn't, then it is what it is. I don't see it. Um, and then just every month going on um, your favorite journal's website and seeing, hey, what does this month look like? Just preview them. Um, if something catches your mind, I'll read it. If not, it's, you know, you just kind of pick and choose. Again, um, the cool thing about extra science, right, is you get to hone in on what you really enjoy. Um, and everything else is kind of, I guess, would say pretty general. Yeah. So. And I think that's a good way to go about it. I didn't know there's actually an option to get notifications off of Google. Yeah, Rio actually showed me that. And really? I was like, yeah, that's, that's, it, was, it changed my life. Um, that just just like that one app uh, website that you showed me. What's it called? Oh, SciHub. Yeah, yeah I was like, Alex. Alex showed me that too. So I'm yeah, behind was, times. But anyways, um, a common myth. I mean, there's tons of myths, tons of things that people want to do because of what they think. What is something that you come across a lot, or something you want to discover in the future? Um. So I think I'm going to answer this question a little bit different. So like as an online coach uh, with ProBizzy, I think one of the biggest misconceptions there is in this, this world about food um, is that there's these good foods and these bad foods, right? We just had a conversation before. It's like, hey, we got to almost get rid of that notion of, hey, um, Snickers is a totally bogus food and I can't eat that um, because I, if I eat it, I'm going to freaking swell up. Um, but if I have a protein bar or, or a cliff bar because that's deemed healthy, um, it's okay. I mean, it's simple. Um, the law of thermogenesis, right? It's calories in versus calories out. That's the most important thing. Um, and I think that's why a lot of people struggle, uh, staying adherent or consistent with a diet or a dietary behavior is that they limit themselves or they restrict themselves so much. Um, and then again, they binge, um, which just happens in this yo-yo cycle. They feel like crap. And again, they blame the food or if like that's good food, it's like, I, I, I can do it, but I don't really like it. Um, and I guess, again, it's again, calories in versus calories out is the most important thing. There's no such thing as good foods and bad foods, but um, I would say good amounts and bad amounts. So again, just having a plan and consistency is the most important thing. And again, following a diet or a macro pattern that is going to work for you and not is just going to be a short term fix. Yeah. And the really interesting thing about those cliff bars versus Snickers have you ever had a Cliff Bar? I have had a few. They're good as hell. I'm not gonna lie. They're good, but I looked at the amount of like sugar or like the other calories in it calories. is disgustingly high. But yeah. it, a lot of people are. It, it's good because it's got what? It just it's not chocolate or it doesn't have anything like that. Peanut um, butter. It has oats or something. Yeah, it's or, got these like superfoods and stuff. Um, but again, I think the basis you really want to again rule number one: calories in for calories out. Um, if you really want that Snickers, have that damn Snickers. Um, just work it into your, your bank account or your macro, uh, your dietary account. Yeah, I think the biggest thing, I actually, this just reminded me of a client. And the, the client of mine was having issues with, so I take a flexible dieting approach. So you can eat whatever you want. And this client was doing that. The client was meal prepping, etc. And it just got to the point where the client was still hungry all the time or was coming across times of hungry and were consistently increasing the individual's 
calories. Mm-hmm. And that just goes back to the Snickers. Like, okay, if, if you're trying to strategically plan your calories, a Snickers might not be the best thing to have two or three times a day, although that wouldn't be bad. But the issue is, is it's just going to create more hunger. Mm-hmm. And I think that is something that a lot of people don't even really consider with a lot of these processed foods, even even like a Cliff Bar. I mean, that's not going to be really dense in nutrients. Yeah, it's not nutrient. at all. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's another important thing to really zone in on versus these good or bad foods yeah. is even these good foods like pasta can not really take care of the job if you're really goal-driven towards a certain situation. Yeah, and I guess... I mean, if someone is, in my opinion, if someone's struggling that much, um, you kind of almost have to figure out why they're kind of in a fat loss phase or stuff like that. Um, and I think the biggest tip is just know what you're kind of sacrificing, right? There's caloric dense foods that are going to give you like a psychological feeling of, hey, that was, that feels really good. They're not going to fill you up, but there's those caloric dense foods that, again, I think you should have at least 80 to 85% of those foods in your diet. Um, and those fun foods, right? Use them sparingly. Um, but I think if you're going to have it already pre-plan it into however you're tracking, right? So for me, like I'll always have like two to three servings of cereal or some type of sweet, but it's always going to be pre-logged and I have to work about the rest of my day around that, if that makes sense. So like, no, that totally makes sense because the cereal might be considered a bad food for a lot of individuals just because cereals are higher in sugar sugar. and all that nonsense. Uh, Calories in for calories out. Um, just be strategic about it. Like if I'm going to know I want that, pre-plan it. Um, and again, I think that's another conversation to have that coach-client um, relationship is getting to know that like what is your weakness food, right? If simply having it around um, messes with you, it takes step one. Don't have it right now until you start, you know, being more consistent with your process and then you can kind of steadily introduce it back in um, and know that, hey, moderation is key, right? It's good good amounts and bad amounts. It's not good good foods versus that bad foods. Yeah, no, definitely. Are you currently tracking right now? I am because I'm in a fat loss phase. Really? I'm trying to be. Are I'm you, doing really well with you, it. You said you're trying to Yeah, be. yes. I, honestly, I have when so much started? going around or so much going on. I haven't even been eating much. So, which isn't like, hey, do that. But it's just, it's been happening because, you know, we just had our uh, midterm and we're trying to design a bunch of research projects here. Um, so I just honestly haven't been eating enough. So speaking, that's my problem right speaking now. Speaking of that, are you doing any of the research projects or what, what are you trying to zone in on? Um, so I'm not sure if we're allowed to talk on it because we got to do it through the IRB process. Oh, yeah. Um, never mind. Forget so, that. Yeah, sorry, Forget guys. That. We can't really do that. Sorry, but guys. what we're doing right now, right? We're about to wrap off the rapid fat loss study um, here at USF. So we had to shut that down um, in the spring because of COVID. So right now we're trying to finish that up. We have three more weeks of baseline um, and then we're doing the BFR. First, uh, normal resistance training here at USF Muscle um, with calves, right? You saw how bad I was walking. So we're about to wrap that up. Um, and then we have another study, hopefully, you know, doing all with the new fit and biceps. That's an, more of an acute study uh, just to kind of see swelling. Um, but, yeah, we, we still have, fortunately, a lot of stuff going on at USF. So credits yeah, to very, Dr. Very nice. Buckner and Dr. Campbell for keeping us on, on our tees. And not even those, just everyone in general that were involved. Yeah, shout out to the whole research team at USF. For real. Okay, so last question to wrap this up. Okay. 18-year-old self, looking back, I mean, you're 19 right now. <laughs> oh, I mean, you can think so because I can't grow a damn beer, but, you know, it is what it is. 18-year-old self, looking back, how old are you right now, actually? I just turned 26, man. 26. So, eight mm. years ago, if you could tell yourself one thing or several things, if you could go back in time and be like, hey, idiot, do this, 
What are some things you'd really send that 18-year-old self of yours with? Oh, man. And I, I would say 18-year-old self then, and even sometimes myself now, is, man, you got to stay patient. Um, and it's something we preach all the time. I just hate patience, but um, patience is a virtue, right? If you just work hard, be consistent, things will work out. Um, and I guess I would tell my 18-year-old self that now. It's like, you, you really... You really don't know what the hell you want to do, or you don't really know what's going to happen in life. But that, again, that's the most beautiful thing about it, right? Like, I never thought I'd be sitting here right now making a podcast. With me, though. <laughs> With me. In, in general, in general, I never thought I'd be doing this. That too. Um, never thought um, I would meet so many cool people at USF. Never thought um, a lot of the things that has happened to me. So just, again, be patient. Be a good person. Um, take care of yours, and who you take care of will take care of you back. Um, but yeah, I guess stay patient, stay true to who you are, um, and good things will happen. I think that's a good thing for a lot of things yeah. related. Just stay it's tough, patient. Though. It's tough. Uh, I've been reading like a lot of personal growth books, and a lot of it is just focusing like just stay positive. Mm-hmm. Behind every bad turnaround, ex- not expect, but when good things come, they don't come easy. Yeah. Something bad usually if, Yeah, if, if, if all of this was easy... Everyone would do it, um, but again, it's something that I truly love and am passionate about, which is really cool for me to say on a daily basis now that I, I truly love uh, what I do. Yeah, honestly, I never thought I would be into this position, yeah. just this, cool. this involved, but we're going to wrap this episode up. Uh, hopefully, it ends up working. I say that because... This is like take eight because Chris... Not eight, like... 10 or 11. Okay, maybe more than that. Yeah, Chris <laughs> been messing this up. But it is what it is. We're learning as we go. So hopefully, you know, that, um, again, if you guys have feedback, questions, concerns, or even suggestions, man, uh, we would love it. So uh, either um, follow him on, on Instagram, me on Instagram. I'm on Instagram at the Coach AI. I'm at Instagram at C-D-U-B-I-E-E. Yeah. C-Doobie. Which shoot, us, shoot us a DM. Give us any uh, questions you may have or any topics you want us to cover. Um, yeah, we, we love any feedback as well. So we'll wrap this up. Check us back. We're on our next episode where I talk about this cutie patootie. Adios, guys.